Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 on. I thought you were going to say the date. I'll say. <laughs> and I was like, what? On what? <laughs> on, on Hayden. On Hayden Barnes. So she has just come back to Port Charles. And she's a relatively new character, too. She is. I thought she had been on. I know she's had this gap, but I thought that she started earlier than 2015. But she hasn't. But she did a lot. So. A lot of her past is being referenced, and mm. I, you know, we talked about that it might be a good idea to do a quick recap of her so that anyone new to the show understands who the heck they're watching. And why everyone thinks she's so shady, because she did a lot of stuff when she was here, but then you find out about stuff that she did before she even showed up in 2015. Right. Which is why no one should trust Hayden with anything, because she's not a good person. But she became a good person, which we will talk about. I don't think but she that, became I a good I do. No, she didn't become a good person, because in the end, she left because she wasn't we a good person. Good. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. It's not a spoiler. You're going to hear it in like And it's already been referenced, minutes. so if you're <laughs> watching it, you're going to know what we're talking about. Exactly. But I think that she wanted to be a good person, but I think she was never allowed to be. Which I know is test her cop out because she is a grown woman. She is a grown woman. No. Mm-mm. She I mean, lived I like, up to everyone's expectations of her. Yes. I like that she's so manipulative and crazy because it makes for a better, more interesting character. But I don't think she's a good person yet. Maybe she wants to be there. I maybe, think she was before she left. Maybe she's come back to redeem herself and life will be better now. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, mm, I would not classify her as a good person. Do you know something really interesting that I did not notice that, I mean, you're going to think I'm so stupid and probably be like, I don't know how you didn't realize that before. What? So she and Elizabeth are sisters. Half sisters. Yeah. They're both played by a girl named Rebecca. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't think of anything. Right. Do this. I didn't. Never crossed my mind. Okay. I wonder if that's confusing, like, on set. I know. Like, Where's Rebecca at? No, not that one. The other one. They probably go on by their characters' names. Oh, that would be fun. Maybe. That's what I would do. So this week, we're going to do something a little different. Instead of breaking up part one and part two, we're going to alternate years. Awesome. All right. So get us started. Yes. We are getting most of our information off of general-hospitalfandom.com. Looked at a couple other sites, but this was really the one that got in-depth the most and made our years easy to split. And I've also watched YouTube just to get the refresher. Of course she has. That's not shocking to any of you. No. (laughs) Hayden arrived on March 20th, 2015 at Elizabeth Weber's doorstep asking for her husband, Jake. In case you don't know, but you have to by now. Oh, I was going to say, we probably need to do a quick... (laughs) Yes. So Drew started out as Jake Doe and they couldn't figure out who he was, where he came from. He fell in love with Elizabeth. He was living with her. They were engaged. And this will explain why it is that she showed up on Elizabeth's doorstep for Jake. But here we go. Hayden reveals to Elizabeth that Jake and Jake that the news of Jake's attempted bombing of the haunted star reached Beecher's Corners, where Hayden lives. Hayden read that Jake was in a terrific Terrific? That's not really a good word for that. It shouldn't be terrible. Well, it's not a terrific, terrific car accident. <laughs> <laughs> and a terrific car accident and suffered severe brain injury and knew it was her husband. That's just a weird statement. That is. Like, like he terrific. suffered a brain injury and, and I was, knew it was him. I knew it was him. <laughs> uh, all right. You get the point of what they're trying to make, but yeah, there, yeah. there could be a little bit of a rewrite on this. Hayden told Jake and Elizabeth that she thought Jake had left her after a terrible fight while camping, leading to the police not taking her seriously when she reported him missing. After leaving Elizabeth's house, it is revealed that Hayden is working for Rick Lansing Mm. to break up Elizabeth and Jake, since Rick wanted Elizabeth all for himself. Following her divorce, Hayden was left broke and needed money. So that place here, maybe she was not as bad of a person because she needed money and she was doing it for that. But I don't think that makes her a good person. I don't think she knew exactly what she was doing, though. I don't think that Rick... Oh, yeah, definitely. Told Rick her wasn't being forthcoming. Right. Rick's, mm, no. Mm-hmm. Um, after showing, we'll have to do a thing on him. Yes, that will be really fun. Ooh. After showing proof of their marriage, Jake moved into Hayden's Metro Court hotel room, although they planned to stay in Port Charles because of Jake's job. During this time, Hayden meets and starts sleeping with Nicholas Cassidine, who knows that she isn't Jake's wife because he knows that Jake is really Jason. Hayden figures out that Nicholas knows who Jake is and uses it to her advantage. Mm-hmm. During the nurse's ball, Rick and Hayden are exposed and she is kicked out of the Metro Court. Hayden goes to Nicholas and starts blackmailing him and Elizabeth with the info that Jake is Jason. Nicholas tells her to go tell Jason the truth to get her off his back. Jaden goes to the... J- Hayden, I'm making up words now. Hayden goes to the extreme... Well, that's their ship name. Jaden? I don't know, but it probably would be if they had stayed together. <laughs> I'm like, what? Get with it, Amanda. Sorry, I didn't know we were making up ship names today, too. Hayden goes to the Extreme Motors, where Jake slash Jason works, and finds him and Sam there. But before she can say anything, she is shot in the head, presumed by Sean Butler, who was sent by Sonny Corinthos to kill Jake. While Sam attends to her, Hayden tells Sam that she isn't the only one who knows who Jake is. It is later revealed that Nicholas sent a hitman as well, and it was him who shot Hayden. When she gets to the hospital, she tries to tell Jake who he is, but has a seizure and she can't. Patrick operates and she's left in a coma. All these people who are no longer on the show, that it doesn't, it feels like they've been gone for so much longer. Yes. yes. But I oh. hate when you send multiple hitmans to the same location. I know. <laughs> what are the chances? Very confusing of who <laughs> shot who. On July 31st, Patrick reveals to Jake and Sam that Hayden is waking up from her coma 
Hayden wakes up but doesn't remember anything. When Nicholas finds out, he moves her into Windermere to make sure that she never remembers anything about Jake being Jason. Despite Nicholas's best efforts, Hayden is starting to remember. Later, Sam and Jake still pester her about what she knows and claims she claims not to know anything, and Nicholas puts a stop to whatever they ask. Elizabeth also wants to know if Hayden remembers that she knows that Jake is Jason, since she does not want to lose Jason, and pesters her, too, about which Nicholas replies that he has it under control. Everyone wants Hayden to just shut up is the point of that conversation. Because mm-hmm. Elizabeth wanted Jason. She did, which was so... Ugh. How can you keep a man that you know is not yours? That's not nice. Elizabeth. That's not Macy. That was Elizabeth at the time. That was her. She would have done anything to be with Jason. You know that. That's true. But she did it multiple times. Yeah, she did. She was a little crazy. Uh, After living with Nicholas a while, he starts developing feelings for her and gets her a job at ELQ. In late October, she asks Nicholas if she can be his plus one to Elizabeth and Jake's wedding. He reluctantly says, okay. On November 5th, she goes to church with Nicholas and finds Elizabeth, who is not happy that she is at her wedding, and tells her that she does not want her at her wedding, and Hayden replies that she would not miss this wedding for anything. (laughs) (laughs) At Elizabeth's wedding, she tells Elizabeth that she's happy to be at the wedding and happy to be around people, and cryptically tells Elizabeth it will be all over soon when discussing the wedding with her. She also tells Patrick that her memory is starting to return. On November 9th, she is seen sitting with Nicholas at the wedding, why did this drag on for so long? Why did that wedding take, like, days and days? I don't know. That, that's, like, longer than the nurse's ball right now. It is. On November 9th, she is seen sitting with Nicholas at the wedding during the Jake is Jason reveal with a smug look on her face. Then she asked Nicholas if he knew about Jake being Jason. Later on, Hayden tries to stop Jason from strangling Nicholas. <laughs> Back at Spoon Island, Hayden reveals to Nicholas that she knows that he and Elizabeth knew that Jake Doe was Jason. Nicholas then confronts her saying, you knew this whole time? To which Hayden replies that things were a little fuzzy until she moved in with Nicholas. Then later goes on to say Nicholas that he only wanted her there to make sure that she didn't really remember that Jake Doe was Jason. She then decides to show herself in a more favorable light and has developed feelings for Nicholas. I don't think that that was when she developed feelings for Nicholas. I think this started before that. But I think that's when they started to really get it on. Because remember, there's no other way to say that. Because remember, like Thank they were you, just Janet, purely lustful. That, <laughs> but they had a purely lustful relationship. True, true. I but think. I feel like she was developing feelings earlier on and wasn't letting Maybe. Know. Maybe. I, we'll see. That's where I would have hope for her. Elizabeth finds out that Hayden remembers that Jake is Jason and her and Elizabeth get into a fight, but that Laura stops. Then Elizabeth tells Hayden that Jason loves her now and that his old life means nothing. And Hayden says that's not not how Sam feels. Oh. Because Sam didn't know that Jason was know. alive. I'm like, what? No. Laura jumps in by saying that she does not know how Sam feels. Later that day, we find out that Hayden is working for Tracy Quartermain. I'm sorry. <laughs> if my husband went missing, presumed dead. Mm-hmm. Well, presumed dead. Presumed dead, yeah. I would kind of be upset. You think? Maybe. Just a little. Just a little. I would miss him. You would want him back? Yeah. Why can't you just leave him be with the other woman? I know. I don't know. Hayden tells Tracy that she needs time to get ELQ back and that she needs to back off. 
Tracy tells Hayden that she is working for her and that EOQ was stolen from her. After Hayden told Tracy not to worry about what she's doing, later Hayden and Tracy hear Emma screaming for help when a woman in the park tries to kidnap her. Hayden then walks in on Jason, telling Nicholas that he's going to take everything from him since Nicholas took everything from him, leaving Hayden with a shocked face. Hayden gets into an argument and tells Jason that Nicholas did nothing wrong and that he is planning on taking everything from Nicholas involved her since she is living at his house. Hayden goes to see Sean in prison. While there, Sean tells Hayden that he did not shoot her, and she says that she knows. Hayden then proceeds to tell Sean that Jake is really Jason Morgan. Sean is shocked that he tried to kill Jason. Mm-hmm. Jaden also tells... <laughs> I keep doing this. Hayden also tells him that the bullet they removed from her head did not come from Sean's gun. Therefore, another person shot her. Sean says... He did not see another shooter there and asked if she told the cops, which Hayden replies, no, the person who tried to have her killed, Nicholas, will come after me. Sean tells Hayden he is relieved to know that he did not shoot an innocent woman. He also tells her that he will send someone to help her retrieve the bullet from his gun and is most likely in a wall in the garage. Hayden goes to the Haunted Star to meet Sean's friend, Hayden meets Tracy at the Metro Court, where Tracy fires her, telling her that she will take Nicholas down on her own with Jason's stock, to which Hayden quickly replies, it will never work because Nicholas is too smart to not have a plan for Jason's stock if it comes into play. We should just do a whole episode on ELQ stock. Oh, that's a good idea. That's and crazy. who's allowed to have it and who's not. Whew. Later, Laura tells Hayden that if Sam finds out the truth about Jason, that she will not have any more leverage. Hayden replies, you don't like me very much, and goes on to tell Laura that she loves her son and that he is a wonderful man. Hayden gets a phone call from Curtis to meet her, meet him outside of Kelly's. Hayden has a dream of Nicholas telling her that he knows she's trying to prove that he had her shot and then smothers her with a pillow. She wakes up to find Nicholas standing near her. Then Hayden tells Nicholas that she had a dream that he was trying to kill her. Later, she tells him that when she met Rick, she had just went through a divorce and lost her job with a finance firm. She then goes on about the vase she broke months ago, asking Nicholas why he lied to her. He tells her that he lied because he thought she lost her money and did not want her to know the secret about Jason. Curtis calls Hayden, telling her that she found the bullet and wonders how they can prove the bullet came from Sean's gun. Well, they can prove it because they just need to get Sean's gun. It's not that hard. Later, Curtis tells her that he did his part and for any more help, they'll need to talk money. Well, that sounds more like Curtis. In late December, Nicholas takes her to the Nutcracker Christmas charity event at the Metro Court. She's later upset when Nicholas and Jason physically get into a fight again. She is horrified when Nicholas swings a punch at Jason, and Jason moves, causing Nicholas to lose his balance and fall off the Metro Court restaurant terrace. I remember that. After yeah. Nicholas falls off the terrace, Hayden attacks Jason as Jordan comes to the scene. Hayden screams, Jason punched Nicholas over the railing. <laughs> Later, she tells Jordan that Jason came after Nicholas and jumped him and tells anyone that she can that Jason pushed Nicholas. Hayden is seen by Nicholas' bedside when he awakes and tells Nicholas that Jason pushed him and tried to kill him. Hayden tells her and Nicholas that Jason wanted to kill him. Later, she and Jason need to be locked up until Nicholas and Elizabeth tells Nicholas that Elizabeth is manipulating him. Later, Nicholas admitted to Hayden that he is not hurt as badly as everyone thinks. She is angry, and he tells her that he took a page out of her book. I'm sure she didn't like that. That wasn't Mm -hmm. very nice. When Dante comes to Nicholas's room to question him about what happened on the terrace, he asks Hayden to leave the room because he's going to have to question her separately since she is a witness to what happened. 
Um, Dante questions if they have something to hide. After she leaves the room, she worries about what Nicholas is telling Dante. Then she gets a call from Curtis and tells him she can't meet him right now. Later, when Dante tries to question her, he wonders why she is so tense. She says she's emotionally jumbled and will contact him when she's thinking more clearly. Hayden tells Nicholas that she told Dante that she was upset and couldn't remember what happened. Nicholas is pleased to know that they are on the same page. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he's got just as much stuff on her. Right. On January 7th, 2016, Hayden came to Nicholas's room and tells him that she was just at ELQ and they had been served papers from Michael in a lawsuit against him who froze ELQ stock to get it back. All right, I'm just going to do, long story short, basically Nicholas <laughs> had control over ELQ. The Quartermains wanted to get it back. Hayden was trying to help Nicholas. There we go. Hayden got real snippy about the lawsuit papers, and Tracy says that she would have loved to see the look on Nicholas's face when he, when he got them and wants to know what Hayden has been doing. Hayden tells Tracy that she has gotten close to Nicholas first because he's not the most trusting person in the world. Then Hayden says, what does it matter? And Tracy tells her that it matters because you're working for me and I deserve to know. This is, I think, when she was really falling for him. Yeah. I think we might have been jumping the gun a little bit. Okay. Because, I mean, that's just my... I feel like she had... Maybe this is where she was first letting the world know, but I feel like she liked him more than she was letting on her Because own. Hayden didn't know that Tracy knew her real identity. Oh, right. But then Tracy tells Hayden that she knows that she needs the job and knows that she exactly who she is. And Hayden says, but I'm, or no, replies, I'm Hayden Barnes. And then Tracy says, that's just an alias. And then Hayden, you know, tries to avoid it and says people have been giving her bad information. And she tells Tracy that it's her fault that she lost the, lost ELQ because she, because she gave her stocks away because she was so obsessed with Luke that she could not see that he was sick and manipulating her. Yep. Then Hayden is prepared to leave when Tracy says, I have plenty of information on the person you used to be in the middle of a scandal. Then Hayden tries to grab Tracy's cell phone from her and Tracy almost says her real name out loud. But then Tracy gives her one month to get her, her ELQ stocks back or she will tell everyone who she really is. And Hayden agrees. So she thinks that's a fair deal. Somehow. And why would you trust someone who is going to, they're just going to continue to blackmail you. Right. On day 31, Tracy's going to have something else that she wants. Yep. After Hayden says that Tracy starts looking at her phone and is trying to figure out who she's going to start telling and she's making her little list. Tracy says that she's basically just going to go on a trip to Mexico because this is when she was, wasn't she going with Luke? Mm Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Was that like that brief period where he was supposed to be better? I don't remember. He wasn't crazy then, but he was. Tracy was going to Mexico, and Hayden says, well, I'll expect you back in 30 days. And Tracy was like, not if you find out sooner. And if you think about leaving, I will find you. (laughs) Hayden goes back to Nicholas and hears him lying to the cops about his fight with Jason. So basically, he was trying to also pass off any blame Mm -hmm. in the fight and everything. Nicholas is talking about how he still needs ELQ and doesn't want to put Jason in jail, but he kind of has to. So then Hayden asks Nicholas to marry her and he says no. But Hayden is talking to Nicholas in his bedroom about Jason and Nicholas's fall off off the balcony while he is, while she is puffing pillows for him. Then later Tracy calls Hayden and reveals to the audience that Hayden's real first name is Rachel. Where is this audience? (laughs) 
Curtis calls Hayden, telling her, pay up or we will tell Nicholas everything. After the phone call from Curtis, Nicholas tells her the lawsuit against him is getting harder to win than he originally thought it would be. Eventually, Nicholas does propose to Hayden and she says yes, basically because, you know, they need each other as Mm co-conspirators and marital privilege. So then on February 3rd, wow, that was only a month? On February 3rd, (laughs) Hayden and Nicholas go to the Camelot Wedding Chapel in Nevada and they get married. He also gives her a huge engagement ring and then they get married. Yep. (laughs) Hayden runs into someone from her past named Baxter Corbin and he calls her Rachel. Mm, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I remember that. They were walking to and he's like, Rachel? Yes. When she sees Nicholas, Hayden acts like she doesn't know him, so Nicholas won't find out that she is not really Hayden Barnes. Later on, Hayden gives the money, gives money to Baxter and tells him that she is not Rachel and she do, and he does not know who she is. On February 10th, she and Nicholas come back from Vegas weddings. Laura congratulated them reluctantly. Later on, she meets Tracy at the Metro Court and she tells her that she and Nicholas are married. And Hayden gets concerned when Tracy spaces out during the conversation. And this is when she started having those seizures. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yes. And later on, Tracy tells Hayden that you must have learned a lot from your dad. And Hayden was like, don't talk about my dad. And after the conversation, Hayden meets Dylan and tells him to make sure that her his mother sees a doctor. Later on Spood Island, Hayden tells Nicholas that her parents are both dead. Hayden finds out that there will be a reading of Helena's will from Laura. And later, she asks Nicholas if he is worried about the will, to which he replies, no, I'm the firstborn son. Hayden tells Elizabeth that she and Nicholas are now married. And later on, when Nicholas comes into the room, he tells Elizabeth that it's true. Then Elizabeth tells him that Hayden was trying to get into the safe because she was trying to get in. Well, obviously, she was trying to get in the safe. Which Hayden replies that she wanted to put the bracelet in there so she wouldn't lose it. And then she tells Elizabeth that she would be happy to have her and the boys stay here with Nicholas. Why? So, oh, this is about the, the fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After Elizabeth leaves to see Jake's doctors, Hayden tells Nicholas that she knows that he and Elizabeth are good friends and she is trying to keep the peace. See, this is why I'm saying I think she's a decent person. Okay, keep going. Hayden meets with Diane at the Metro Court. Days later, Hayden and Nicholas go to Alexis and Julius's wedding. Their ship name is Jalexis. I'm not making these things up. I like my Jaden better. Well, <laughs> we'll get it started. On February 29th, Hayden meets Tracy at the floating rib, and Hayden gets worried when she sees her spacing out again. They continue to argue, and Tracy wants ELQ. Tracy talks about Edward and his personality. Tracy's starting to have a seizure again. Hayden freaks out and Griffin comes over to help. And then in March, yeah, in March, Elizabeth found out and revealed to Nicholas that Hayden is really Rachel Berlin, the daughter of a known criminal responsible for swindling people out of millions. Hayden tried to get Nicholas to believe that their love is real, but eventually resorts to blackmailing him because that's always a good backup. Mm Mm-hmm. Nicholas finds out that Hayden stashed some diamonds in her purse and uses them to emotionally torture her. I would be emotionally tortured if someone stole my dice. In May, Nicholas is presumed dead after falling out of a window. He falls a lot. But wait, out of all the things that we over-explained in this entire thing, they don't talk about the fact that they were held hostage by that now we know Valentine. Right. And he was shot by him. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. This we just talk about the fact that he falls out of a window. That's not how it happened. Right. Elizabeth accuses Hayden of pushing Nicholas and tells the police about the diamonds. Elizabeth smugly tells Hayden if she can't get her convicted for killing Nicholas, she'll get her in prison for stealing the diamonds. Hayden and Elizabeth get into a fight and Hayden's mother shows up in Windermere. On November 9th, 2016, Hayden was exposed to Blackwood syndrome, the same thing that was killing Dr. Hamilton Finn. 
They were both cured on December 22nd, 2016. Afterward, their brush with death, they started a relationship. Here's the thing that they are missing from 2016. Is that when it was revealed that they're sisters? September. Elizabeth was in the hospital and Hayden gave her a blood transfusion and Franco told them, I knew that Hayden was going to be a match for you because I knew that Jeff Weber was her dad because Heather Weber told him. Right. Why is that not in there? I'm, I was wondering when that came out. It was September 2016 because I watched that on 17. YouTube. Got it. So, okay. And this jumps to May of 2017 because really all of the beginning of 2017 was just their relationship and them falling mm-hmm. in love and being together and her well, she helping helped him. With- yes. Sorry. That's okay. Him helping her, helping her, her helping him get over the loss of his wife that he had felt guilty about because he could not cure her of the same disease and then ended up curing himself and hates. See? Good person. And she helped him through his withdrawals because oh, he became addicted he to pain became addicted to painkillers that he was taking to cope with the, what you say it was called? Black? Black. Wood, wood. Blackwood Syndrome. Okay, so in See, May, they, she's she a decent nice person. Because she hooked up with them. I don't know that I believe that still. You can't do that many. That's not true. Because I'm now going to get on to what she does crappy. So in 2017. Everybody makes mistakes. They're trying to prove that Finn's drugs actually work. His drug protocol actually works. And they have a suspect that someone has been tampering with the results. So they switch them out to see if it's still going to test incorrectly. And it shows up that Hayden is still showing positive. But on top of that, it reveals that Hayden is pregnant. Pregnant. So Hayden starts freaking out about she doesn't know if she wants to have a baby. She doesn't know if she's going to be a good mom. This is when the fact that her and Elizabeth are sisters come into play because a couple weeks later, Hayden is seen with her nephews, Cameron. She offers to take Cameron for the day. Those boys were awful that day. She mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. She called Laura to come and help with the kids. Then she told Laura about how she was concerned about being a mom and she didn't think she could handle it. And Laura told her it's different with your own kids. It would be fine. A couple days later, she experiences Laura morning was really sickness. To her she that. was. She was very. She was. Because yeah. it is totally different. When you have your own kids, it's so much easier. But she was than always so cute with Spencer. She was. And that's something that's yes. totally missing out of this is that oh. they're not talking about. I mean, they had like. A really good a relationship. good relationship. Before her and Nicholas's relationship even got to be solid. She really right. liked Spencer. Yes, that is true. Days later, Hayden has some morning sickness and runs into an exam room where Elizabeth and Jake are and throws up. Then she tells Elizabeth that she's pregnant. Everyone's happy for her. She hangs out later with Jake and he tells her that she's pretty cool and hugs her. This is kid Jake, not Jake Doe, who oh, we now know right. is Jason. <laughs> I forget that we just that's fine. No, that's okay. On August creative names. Yes. On August fifth, Hayden goes to see Raymond in prison and he tells her that he has become distant from her because he found out that he wasn't really her father, but he told her that he will always be her father. So not biologically her father, because her mother had hooked up with somebody else, but that he would always be there for her from prison, I guess. But she tells him about Jared coming into town and blackmailing her. Jared is her ex husband husband right yeah no ex-husband 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 that came back to town and told her that he was going to blackmail her because she had hit into someone when she was drunk and never took responsibility for it he was convicted of it and had gone away to prison and done her time so he wanted payment from her and she was whining at her dad about it and he said there's no way that i have any money to help pay him off so fandom does not give me the information, but if you jump over to facts about Hayden on Soap Hub, 
It says Hayden was in big trouble when she left town. It was one of the reasons she left. She had embezzled money from General Hospital to mm-hmm. pay her ex-husband, Jared, $250,000 because he knew she hit a woman while driving drunk. In fact, he did the time for the crime. So I don't think she's a very nice person because she steals $250,000 from the hospital. But and she got it back to that. the hospital thought they were going to go under and all that crap because they were so out of money and they couldn't figure out where it had gone. I know. Because she was good at her accounting skills. So that's why I think Hayden is not very nice. And that was then whenever she left. was after that. She left and she was pregnant. And I guess, did she say she miscarried before she left? Neither one of these get into it. Mm-mm. Did she say she miscarried before she left? Or I don't was think... that in a letter later? Well, let's see. Is that the end of 2017? That is the end of 2017. So let's jump to 2018-19. In the fall of 2018, Hayden sends Finn Finn a letter (laughs) telling him that she is in Rome. After Anna pressures him to go, he decides not to, but goes instead to Cuba with Anna. Hayden returned to Port Charles on July 8th, 2019 by crashing Franco and Elizabeth's wedding reception. She didn't crash it. She was invited. She Yeah, she was invited. She was an invited guest. Right. And it's revealed that she is back in town working with Jax to take Valentine down. There's a lot of things that they... Here's the thing. So we are overly detailed in 2015 and 16. Yeah. And then, and then we're missing big things. Not even... 2015 was overly detailed. Right. 2016, we forgot to mention um, she's Liz's sister. Mm-hmm. 2017, Spencer. Well, this whole time, Spencer. And, you know, the whole thing with... Why she left and when she told Finn. Right. It should be that baby Finn was born November of 2017 with ex-fiancee, Dr. Hamilton Finn. She <sighs> sent Curtis Excuse a letter, me. too. I thought that it did. In the letter to Curtis, she said something about the baby, which led all of the audience viewers to know that the baby should still be alive. But I thought that she had told Finn that the baby died. And that's why it was so mysterious Whenever she said, come to Rome, because we have things to discuss. It was like, what can you possibly have to discuss? Because you said the baby had passed away. Or she had had a miscarriage, however you want to say it. I don't know. I, for whatever reason, I don't ever remember the baby having been said to have passed away. While you're doing that, they are really unclear as to what age she is. Because on generalhospitalfandom.com, they say that her birthday was September 21st, 1984. Then it was revised to March 15th, 1982. But then... On SoapCentral.com, it says that she was born September 21st, 1984, but then it was revised to June 3rd, 1985. So Hayden is somewhere between 34 and 36 years old. Wait, 37 years old. Okay. This is CelebrityDirtyLaundry.com, and it says, did the baby die after Hayden lied to Finn? General Hospital GH spoilers remind viewers that Hayden Barnes left town pregnant with Hamilton Finn's child. After lying to Finn, saying the child died, fans saw a still very pregnant Hayden. So what happened to the baby? Maybe that's why. Maybe. Did General Hospital spoilers claim that it's possible Hayden lost the baby after lying to Finn about the miscarriage? Hayden could have predicted the miscarriage with her letter to Finn. Hayden knew it was a lie and karma could certainly have come back to bite her in the butt. It's possible that Hayden actually did lose the baby and Finn doesn't have a child out there somewhere. And then this goes on to speculate, or did she give it up for adoption? Or is Jax helping her hide the baby? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. which all that we'll have to find out eventually. But yeah, it says, left town pregnant with Hamilton Finn's child after lying to Finn saying the child died. Because that's why he didn't chase after her, like mm-hmm. right after she left. Remember, they were supposed to buy that house. Yeah. And he went to the house. And that's where and the letter was. Yes. Yeah. So I think it said in that letter that hmm. she miscarried. 
Interesting. Yeah. So, so that's that. I guess. Yeah. So, 2019, she crashed a party that she didn't really crash. No, she was invited. And she was at um, Jake's birthday party the other day. Yep. Brought a present. Truck. Nice aunt. So, yeah, you really don't know where she's going to go from here. Obviously, her and Jax have some secrets. Oh, yeah. So. Definitely revolves around Nicholas, though. Totally. You think? Oh, yeah. He's being talked about way too much. He is being talked about a lot. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, they're not very sneaky. <laughs> no, they're not. So I don't think that there's anything that we really... No, that was the gist of it. She came to town because she needed money. She pretended to be Jake's wife, and she wasn't. She and Elizabeth fought like crazy until they realized they were sisters. Right. She hooked up with Nicholas for a while, which started out as to hide secrets, but then they mm-hmm. fell in love. Then he died, and she fell in love with Finn, and got sick, and then got better, and then got knocked up, and then left town. <laughs> We could have done the whole story in three minutes. That's it. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's really, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well then, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.